Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. And this is Matt Stop. And welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and answer some of your business legal questions and pin in our legal twist to those business news topics that I just referenced beforehand. It started out <laughs> so strong. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, uh, welcome to our podcast anyway, nonetheless. Seems promising, so... Hopefully the episode doesn't go like that too. I guess we'll have to see. But well, I'm excited because this is Social Media Week, apparently. Yeah, yeah, not by plan, but just uh, just by coincidence. Speak for yourself. Yeah. So as <laughs> as teased in the last episode, today we're going to be talking about Snapchat, and this is pretty intriguing. That's an Irish pub only accepting job applications through Snapchat. Now, if you're not familiar with Snapchat, unless you're under the age of 15, I guess you might not know, but it's basically a way to send pictures and I think video as well to another person, like a text message. But the thing is, it disappears after 10 seconds. I think you can make it anywhere from two to 10 seconds, whatever it is. So if I want to take a picture, let's say I see something cool, I take a picture, send it to you. You can see it for 10 seconds and then it disappears. That's it. So this Irish pub is using this technology to try to find new people for their positions they're trying to fill. <laughs> I guess I'm confused because I don't know how this is really going to work. I mean, I, I get it how they're like, we just want you to make a good first impression and do it in a condensed period of time. But first of all, you can't really even do that much in 10 seconds. I mean, maybe you can, I don't know, but I don't really see how the follow-up is going to work. Is the person's information on there and you just have to write it down really quick? I don't really... just seems too... <laughs> burdensome and now i know you use snapchat like every day but when someone messages you you know who to message back right so i do have the app and how it worked is i downloaded it and then it basically just pulled my contacts list and told me every person on my contacts list that was also using it and then i could add people based on that so i think there was maybe like 30 of my contacts also had it if i wanted to i could add them and then there would be my snapchat contacts and that was that. I don't know how it's going to work for this pub. But if I'm not in your contacts and I message you, which I'm probably not in your contacts, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But if I message you and then you see the image that I sent you for 20 seconds and it goes away, are you able to somehow respond to me? Yeah, you can respond. Okay. So I wonder what his responses are. Is it like a picture of, hey, let's? I want to interview you and it goes away for 20 seconds and that's it? I guess. Yeah. But I mean, how do you send follow-up correspondence? Is it just a constant string of... 10 second messages seems way too difficult yeah not only do i not get snapchat anyone that actually uses it as some kind of useful utility seems just ridiculous to me but what's crazy this bar or pub received over 2,000 applications if you want to call it that or 2,000 snapchats and out of those he's already interviewed about 15 and hired six and he's going to hire about 20 total which that's a lot of hiring for a pub, but maybe they're just starting out. But it's you know interesting. I wonder if the interviews are conducted over this as well. So it's <laughs> he he asks a question and you have ten seconds to answer. Uh, that's great. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me, but hey, you know you had a fun response and we're talking about their pub. So even though we didn't mention their name, Sober Lane. If you sift through the comments, some people are saying this was discriminatory, but I don't really see how that's the case. I mean. For someone that doesn't have a smartphone, but 
I don't really see that being an issue. Yeah, I can see people saying like, okay, well, because it uses certain technology that only young people would use, then maybe it's discriminated towards older. But I mean, that's the nature of any kind of application process, whether you're having them email your a PDF. Some people don't even know how to make a PDF, but sometimes weeding people out that are able to do that can have at least a small lower common denominator to weed out candidates. I agree with you. I don't really see that being an issue, but this is interesting. We should... uh we should try to use this somehow. We just went through interview process internally, and uh, I should have did the Snapchat thing. Dang it. Missed our opportunity. Yeah. Would have made things so much easier. <laughs> just uh, tons of 10-second videos. <laughs> I know it would have been so much easier. You're right. Oh, that's funny. Okay, let's get to the question of the day. I'm setting up a team for my startup company. Who are the essential people we need to have? Comes from a sunglasses startup in Phoenix, Arizona. Essential people. Well, actually, I have a pretty solid understanding of what I would like. I'd want a suit, you know, someone that is all about business, financials, things like that. You need to have a CEO or a leader. And whether that's somebody that is also another, it's good to have them as a separate person. And then, Almost every company needs a sales and marketing. I don't know. Then it depends upon what kind of business. Maybe you need a tech person because you're tech heavy or... I mean, this is a sunglass startup. I don't know. I think three solid people are enough. If you have more people, then obviously there can be other roles filled. Yeah, I think that's a good start. All three of those are pretty important roles. I would assume the CEO in this case would be the decision maker, but you definitely need one person who is going to be a decision maker above all else. Someone with some background. It's helpful to have someone that has some experience in the industry that you are looking to go into. But if you do your research, you can kind of learn that beforehand. And one thing I've seen with our clients, the startups that don't have somebody that is just really business savvy can go through a lot of growing pains. Because even with when you're working with an attorney, you have to have some basic knowledge of what to look for and what are some issues in order to discuss these aspects with your attorney. Because your attorney is not going to be able to run your business for you. And that's just some kind of personal experience. The only reason I'm mentioning that because oftentimes you have a tech startup or some kind of startup that is based upon a product or a service that the founder developed, that person may be great at what they do, whether it's the software they developed or the product or service that they developed, but not have an experience in executing it in a business environment. And those are two different things. And so oftentimes that business person, that suit that I call is missing. Do we mention attorney? We should probably mention that. Yeah, but you know, as far as a founder, it's, it's helpful. they're going to be there as far as your founding team. If you guys are working together, you guys are going to come up with the attorney that works best for you, the law firm that works best for you, and also the accountant and the insurance. All these different outside consultants are, of course, abundantly important as well. I think about it. It should be just attorney. That's all you need, That's basically. That's all you need. Just one attorney. Five different attorneys. <laughs> First of all, that's the start of a joke, it sounds like, but that would be a terrible idea. Five attorneys in the same room starting a business. I guess it's a law firm, but... <laughs> You're just a good sandy of law firms. Other law firms. All right. Well, I think that's our episode. Thanks for joining us again. Yep. Keep it sound and keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up to date. 
and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.